Welcome to The Backstory with Adasa Jacobs. This is the podcast that takes you behind the scenes of current events to where it all started. Know the backstory and you know the story. Let's get started. Well, hi, it's Adasa Jacobs, and I want to talk about the proverbial cookie jar. Yep, the cookie jar that sat on the kitchen counter that your mother always said, don't touch. Well, I don't know about you, but when I was young, I loved the cookie jar. Yes, I would sneak a few cookies here and there, and then I would cover up my naughty escapades by rearranging the cookies so it looked like there were more cookies in the cookie jar than there really was. And one day, my mother happened to notice that almost all the cookies were gone, so she called all of us kids, there were four of us, she called us all into the kitchen, lined us up, and she asked who ate the cookies. And we all shook our heads, nope, not me. And she's like, no one ate the cookie? And we all shook our heads, no, no. And here was my mom again, you know, she's repeating us, nope, with that big question. And finally, you know, we're all under our breath, nope. (laughs) And I spoke up and I blamed my brother. He ate the cookies. And yes, my brother did it, and he got a spanking. And I am not exactly sure if I ever confessed that I ate the cookies, but I will tell you that I felt so horrible over my brother getting a spanking because of what I did that it kind of curtailed my sneaky cookie-eating escapades. I really, really felt bad about that. So why do I want to talk to you about the cookie jar? Because uh, yesterday, one of the Russian missiles actually uh, landed in Poland. And so, okay, there's a war going on in the Ukraine between Russia and the Ukraine, Uh, a little misstep to Poland. So what's the big deal? And as the United States sits back, gets caught in this incredible crypto situation with uh, FTX, you know, you imagine billions of dollars gone overnight, and learning that the Ukraine was involved in pouring money into this crypto account with the Democratic Party. Other very big Democrats had, you know, millions if not billions in these accounts. All of this was being funneled to help the Democratic Party win elections. Okay, sounds just like another day in the corrupt world of Washington. However, that is not the story. The real story begins back in 2008, just before uh, President Obama and Secretary of State Clinton stepped on the scene. So at that time, uh, Obama was actually campaigning on improving Russian relations in 2008, and few realized what this meant for the Eastern Bloc of Europe. These are the countries that were under Soviet control during the Cold War. So when Russia invaded Georgia in 2008, the United States stepped in immediately. 
by deploying U.S. warships into the Black Sea and recalling Georgian troops from Iraq. President Bush also froze bilateral relations with Russia. He then went one step further to protect the Eastern Bloc with plans to build installations that housed missile defense interceptors of which Poland and the Czech Republic agreed to host. These interceptors would protect the Eastern Bloc, which technically would even include the Ukraine, right? It would protect them from an invasion from Russia. Well, after Hillary's appointment as Secretary of State, her first assignment was to follow through on Obama's vision for Russian revival. Hence, in March 2009, she met with Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov, Six months later, the U.S. canceled the deployment of the interceptors to Poland and the Czech Republic, leaving them without economic or security benefits that the United States promised. You know, this was a very big betrayal on the part of the United States government, one that Poland nor the Czech Republic have forgotten. Now, on the other hand, Vladimir Putin actually perceived this act as a buttering up to Russia and subsequent concessions for what it was, American betrayal. Notably, he had already given Poland and the Czech Republic a tongue lashing for siding with America. And now that they were humiliated by the world sovereign, Putin's expansionist agenda could move forward. Crimea, Middle East, Georgia, and the Ukraine. With the only superpower holding Russia in check, bought with a bribe. Now, I haven't mentioned what the bribe uh, was. Do you remember the Uranium One deal? You may or you may not. Well, let me tell you about it. So it was another deal that was brokered behind the scenes under the guise of Obama's Russian reset, which gave Russia 20% of US uranium asset. 20% folks. Hey, it's Adas, and I wanna take a moment, you know, one of those little station identification breaks? to tell you about my new book. It's a political thriller titled Soros versus Trump. Trump is running for president again. No shocker there. But who is he really running against? In Soros versus Trump, you get the backstory leading up to the 2024 elections. You will also meet the men and the issues that are dividing America. To get your free copy, all you pay is shipping and handling, go to sorosversustrump.com, S-O-R-O-S-V-S-T-R-U-M-P.com. And as my bonus to you, you will receive a free copy of the ebook version in your mailbox. Okay, back to the backstory. Now, Peter Schweitzer writes about this in his book, The Clinton Cash. He actually wrote this article called One Year of Silence on Hillary Clinton's Uranium Deal. And this is what he said. 
He said things got worse for the Clintons a few days later when two New York Times Pulitzer Prize winning investigative reporters, Joe Becker and Mike McIntyre, took two of the most explosive chapters in the book and did their own digging. What they found confirmed what I had reported. They ran a 3,000-word front-page article in the paper confirming that Bill and Hillary Clinton helped a Canadian financier named Frank Giustra and a small Canadian company obtain a lucrative uranium mining concession from the dictator of Kazakhstan. The same Canadian company renamed Uranium One bought uranium concessions in the United States. The Russian government came calling and sought to buy that Canadian company for a price that would mean big profits for the Canadian investors. For the Russians to buy that Canadian company, it would require the approval of the Obama administration, including Hillary's State Department, because uranium is a strategically important commodity. Nine shareholders in Uranium One just happened to provide more than 145 million in donations to the Clinton Foundation in the run-up to State Department approval. Some of the donations included those from the chairman of Uranium One, Ian Teller, were kept secret even though the Clintons promised to disclose all donations. Hillary's State Department approved the deal. The Russian government now owns 20% of U.S. uranium assets. So, in short, here was what you might call a radioactive scandal. It included secret donations, the Russian government, foreign financiers, more than 145 million, and Bill and Hillary Clinton. Funny, it all emerged in 2018 because of the Mueller probe. However, the questions still remain. Why hasn't Hillary been indicted? Instead, what we saw was not just the pointing of the finger towards President Trump, but what we also saw was the whole creation of the Russian dossier just to hide what they had done with Russia. So in Real Clear Politics concerning Clinton's uh, bribery, uh, they wrote, if foreign governments, including adversarial ones like Russia, paid the Clinton Foundation huge sums of money, they assured themselves favorable treatment. So Mr. Clinton received 500000 from a Moscow speech from a Russian investment bank with links to the Kremlin that was pursuing the purchase of Uranium One, a uranium mining company. And then there was the post-agreement interview with Rosa Tomes, chief executive, Sergei Kirijenko, who told Putin, few could have imagined in the past that we would own 20% of U.S. reserves. Rosatom is Russia's Atomic Energy Corporation. It has regional centers in Western, Central, and Eastern Europe, Latin America, Central Asia, East and Southeast Asia, the Middle East, and North Africa. The Indian Times reported the following. 
According to South Asia CEO Alexei Pimenov, the worldwide creation of a regional centers network was due to the expansion of Rosatom's global presence and a long-term development strategy according to which the purpose of the company for the next 10 years was to increase the portfolio of foreign orders up to $150 billion. Recently, Rosatom opened a regional center in Mumbai, India. So, while the end of the Cold War was supposed to bring nuclear arms depreciation between the U.S. and Russia, and while the Obama administration was actively depreciating the nuclear arms capabilities of the United States to create, quote-unquote, a safer non-nuclear world, Russia was busy building its nuclear presence throughout the world. And we don't want to forget, that includes Iran too. But then again, we should have expected such because under the Obama administration, quote unquote, we, the United States, was leading from behind. And yes, all the while, the Clintons seemed to be at the top of the hill in the nuclear business. There's a lot more I can say about the bribes and the blind judgment that uh, was experienced uh, during the Obama-Clinton uh, era. However, I want to turn back to Poland and the fact that Russia's missile landed in Poland yesterday. Now, as you can already see, the United States was positioned to prevent this under the Bush administration. That was completely removed under the Obama administration and it has been pandered since. Fundamentally, there has been no actionable present from the United States to protect the Eastern Bloc apart from NATO. And yet, the missile just fell in NATO territory. So if we look at the backstory, there is no doubt that Russian's assault on the Ukraine and the missiles that just landed in Poland are the fault of bad judgment and bad policy caused by bribery. You know, bribery is a tricky thing because it perverts a judgment. You know, consider in Michelet, which is the book of Proverbs, the book of wisdom, Proverbs 6.35 says, He will not regard any ransom, neither will he rest content, though thou you givest him many gifts. And for us, you know, Russia is not going to be appeased because we give gifts, right? A gift is really a precious stone hey, in the dance. eyes of him Thanks that has Thanks so much it. for listening. He turns it Please wither, like, so subscribe, and check out the rightly, links below. It actually and if you have questions or topics about current events that you want me to talk about, take the gift let me know in the chat or shoot me an email bribes, they give to bribes. It the backstory that the Ways of judgment are perverted. That's so the we understand backstory 
that at perverse H-A-D-A-S-S-A-S-H judgment begins by having a heart that is willing to appease anything for money and you're willing to give and take bribes to accomplish your goal. I'm saying it's a wrap. So here we have it. This is the backstory. This is what we don't want future leaders to do. So, you know, having the backstory allows you to have better judgment and it allows you to speak up on issues. So the moral of this story is keep your hands out of the cookie jar and don't get caught. This is Adas signing out. See you next time.